episode of a show to be named later. We are rolling here on Tuesday, June 26th, 2018. Last night were the NBA Awards. James Harden was the MVP. And Dwayne Casey, the coach of the year, which is hilarious, by the way. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But where I want to start with this and with the NBA Awards is just kind of a simple question. Why do these leagues find it necessary to hold big award shows and galas for their hall, their, their year-end events? Why does the NFL and NHL and NBA do this? Because I, I kind of liked, especially in the NBA, the, the way it was before. I liked knowing the MVP during the playoffs and having them have that moment where they got the trophy on center court at one of their games. You get the press conference after that game or before that game, and, and it's a real moment, right? It, it feels real. You get Kevin Durant. You made us believe. You kept us off the street put clothes on our backs, food on the table. When you didn't eat, you made sure we ate. You went to sleep hungry. You sacrificed for us. You the real MVP. You get real emotion in those situations. And these award shows feel sterilized. These award shows feel like something less than that. They feel like just any other made-for-television event. I didn't watch last night. I've seen enough. I watched in previous years, bits and pieces. I've watched parts of the NFL awards in previous years. But it's just not worth it. Do something else. Watch something else. Follow along on your phone. You'll get the alerts of who won. And realistically, nothing interesting will come out of this event. The only thing I saw out of last night that made any kind of news on the Twitter world, that had any kind of breakthrough whatsoever, the only thing outside of obviously who won, was Bill Russell flipping off Charles Barkley. And that's a whole other story in and of itself that, that we can talk about in a little bit. Maybe on a Weird News Friday we'll get to that. But I, I don't understand the want, the desire, the need to go do this. And, and I'm 24 years old, but I probably sound like the old man right now saying, just do it how it's always been done. Why are we doing this? The NBA at this point is... This regular season is an afterthought. I mean, the regular season ended two months ago. Which, by the way, is all the more reason why this is ridiculous. Because anybody who watched the NBA playoffs knows that LeBron James was the best player in the league this year. Anybody who watched the NBA playoffs would say Jason Tatum is far and away the best rookie in the league this year. Yet we have this award show last night that says, Hey, remember those last two months of basketball? Don't even think about them. Don't even consider them when we call up the guy who won the award. And it's just one of those things that, you know, I I don't really understand. 
the wait, the delay, dragging it out. A made-for-TV event. It's a cash grab. Let's call it what it is. Because the NBA knows that on a sleepy Monday night in, in late June after their NBA draft, before they get to free agency, they know that TNT will put that on TV. They know that people will watch it. I have no doubt that it pulled in some decent ratings last night. Because right now the NBA is king. Right now the NBA, you know, is is growing rapidly. People can't get enough of the league, of the association. So people are going to watch that last night. But I don't understand why it's necessary. So that we see these guys dressed up in different environments, maybe showing a little bit more personality, even than NBA players typically show. And then we call them up and we disregard the last two months and we disregard the NBA playoffs and we hand out awards for the regular season. I just, I don't get it. I don't understand the pomp and circumstance around these awards. Don't get me wrong. MVP is a big deal. Absolutely a big deal. Coach of the year, it means something. Unless you're Dwayne Casey, in which case it gets you fired. But what's the point of actually having this event? It's so late. It's so long after the regular season ends that it feels like it means nothing. I'd much rather hear from the league MVP soon after the season. Week later, two weeks later. I'd much rather hear the Kevin Durant-type emotional speech than whatever we got last night. And maybe that's a product of James Harden versus Kevin Durant. I don't know. Maybe it's a product of the player rather than where the event is taking place. But I, I feel like it's it's lacking. I feel like that kind of an event is just missing something. And I don't understand why we do it the way we do it. What's the need? What's the point? Other than it's a television show. I don't need a comedian standing up there telling me one-liners for 15 minutes. Getting into the awards. Having a couple of ex-players come up and make jokes. I, I, don't, I don't think it's necessary. And based on my Twitter feed last night, based on what I read this morning, none of it broke through. I was busy watching the Yankees. I honestly forgot that the NBA awards were on for a little while last night until I saw some of the tweets coming in about, hey, this guy won coach of the year. This guy won sixth man. I was like, oh, right, that's tonight. It, it didn't break through. And if the NBA awards aren't going to break through on Monday, June 25th, when are they? When is that going to be a big deal in the sports world? If not now. If not last night. Right? It's it's just one of those things that I, I don't really understand. It feels unnecessary to me. With that being said, there were two things that happened 
that I find fascinating, that I loved. One of them was one of the winners, and that's Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey manages to win Coach of the Year while also having gotten fired by the team he coached as Coach of the Year. Now that is phenomenal. The Raptors managed to fire this guy because he only has the problem of not being able to beat arguably the greatest player of all time in a playoff series. And yeah, they looked uncompetitive in some of those four games, but it's also going up against LeBron James. And at this point, it's in the players' heads, right? It is in the heads and minds of DeMar DeRose and Kyle Lowry. LeBron James owns owns real estate in their minds, not rents. And so what is Dwayne Casey supposed to do about that? I'm not really sure. Could he have put maybe a better defender on him? I, I mean, yeah, that's what you would ask for, but is is that how the Raptors were built? I'm not sure. So he manages to get fired after the playoffs this year, yet goes and wins Coach of the Year. He gets congratulatory tweets. This is the best part. He gets congratulatory tweets from both the Raptors and his new employer, the Detroit Pistons. Yes, the Raptors congratulated him even though they fired him. Thank you for that great work, Coach. Have fun with your new job. I hope those moving expenses weren't too bad. You know, Toronto's not that far from Detroit. It couldn't have cost you that much. Congratulations, Coach Casey. Now leave. Amazing sentiment when you think about it. And then, as I mentioned, the other story, the only thing I saw from last night that really broke through on my Twitter timeline, that caught my attention from the NBA awards last night, outside of who won, the only thing that caught my eye was Bill Russell flipping off Charles Barkley. And it made me think. It made me think of the relaxed nature of the NBA, of the laid-backness of the NBA. Could that happen anywhere else? Could Willie Mays get away with flipping off Reggie Jackson at an MLB Awards dinner? Could Joe Namath get away with flipping off Joe Montana at an NFL Awards dinner? Like, I don't think so, right? Like, we would be going nuts if that happened. In any other sport. But Bill Russell puts out a tweet. And it's self-deprecating. And it's, you know, making fun of himself a little bit. And it's making fun of Charles Barkley, which is the easiest thing to do in basketball. As Russell tweets out, by the way, a screenshot of himself giving Charles the middle finger. And he tweets out, sorry, everyone. I forgot it was live TV. And I can't help myself whenever I see Charles. It's just pure instinct. Hashtag Birdman. Yes, Bill Russell put hashtag Birdman on a picture of him flipping the bird. Right? Like, this is the reaction that you can only get in the NBA. It's what makes this league so fun to so many people. 
You can get Donovan Mitchell tweeting and and subtweeting and subdressing, you know, messages to Ben Simmons. You can get Donovan Mitchell wearing a a, a hoodie with the definition of the word rookie across it, sending a message to Ben Simmons, only to have, by the way, Ben Simmons win that award. How'd that campaign go this year, Donovan Mitchell? You can have one of the all-time great players sit in an audience and flip off another all-time great player. And it's just funny. And everyone's like, oh, you know what? It was Charles Barkley. I get it. Oh, Bill, he's got so many rings he doesn't know what to do with them. It's amazing he could do that with all the rings he's got. Right? And everybody just kind of laughs. Oh, it's the crazy old man of the NBA. It's Bill Russell. You know, he's the he's the grandfather of the league. Won the 11 rings, and, and he's now our link to, you know, essentially the beginning of the NBA. Oh, don't worry about Bill. He's fine. And everybody loves it and laughs it off. I can't imagine what we would be doing if Gordy Howe flipped off Wayne Gretzky. If Joe DiMaggio flipped off, I don't know, Reggie Jackson, Ozzie Smith, like Tony Gwynn, right? What, What would happen? Like we... We couldn't have gotten this. The reaction would not have been the same if it were Bart Starr flipping off Lynn Swan. Right? Like, there's there's a difference there. I'm not crazy, am I? And I think it's just part of what we love about the NBA if you're an NBA fan. There's just kind of this laid-back, let's-have-some-fun nature to the league. Hey, this is a cool place to be. This is a cool place to hang out. It's just us and all our friends, right? That's what NBA Twitter is. It's just us and all our friends. And we're probably laughing at the same stuff. We're probably watching the same games. We're probably, you know, thinking that the the, the outfits are ridiculous that they wear before the games. And we probably all just saw what you just saw. If you're on NBA Twitter, you're probably watching the NBA Awards last night. Saying to yourself, did I just see Bill Russell flip off Charles Barkley? And you log on to Twitter and you're, you're scrolling through your tweets? Yeah, I did just see that. Did I just see LeBron James walk into an arena wearing shorts made out of a suit? Yeah, I just saw that too. Right? It's like the same concept. Did I just see Kevin Durant give that look to to Russell Westbrook? Yeah, I think I did. And it's what everybody loves right now about the NBA. You can hate it. You can say it's no fun. I love it. It is fun. It's what gets you through an NBA season. When you know that the that the Warriors and the Cavs and the Rockets and the Celtics are the four best teams and when you know that in October and you get to May, and that's still the case. Right? When you know the four best teams on Halloween, and on Memorial Day, they are the only four teams left playing, you need something else to get you through the year. 
You need Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons sparring over the definition of a rookie. You need the shade that Russell Westbrook is throwing at Kevin Durant. You need Bill Russell flipping off Charles Barkley. Because this stuff is the drama. This stuff is the fun when you know what's going to happen on the court. I still find it weird, though, that this is the one thing that I saw come up on my Twitter feed last night that happened at the NBA Awards. There was no big moment. I know Oscar Robertson spoke. I haven't seen video of it. I didn't see tweets about it last night. I was surprised that nothing really came out of that. I mean, Oscar Robertson's the all-time great, right? One of the greatest players ever. Didn't really see much about it. Didn't really see much about what James Harden said. Didn't really see much about anything. But I saw that that screenshot. I saw that video of Bill Russell. I just find that part interesting. I'm intrigued by that. Why? Why is that what came out? I don't know. But I love it. And it fits into the NBA culture right now so perfectly. Right? We need these other stories because we know what's going to happen on the court. That's what the offseason is about. And if Bill Russell flipping off Charles Barkley is going to get us started on a crazy offseason, I am all in. That does it for us today on the podcast. We'll be talking Syracuse football coming up later in the week. We'll be doing our Throwback Thursday movie review on Thursday. Watch Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Tweet at me at Seth Goldberg17 with ideas for that. Uh, movies that I should watch that I have not already watched. The list is long, as you can tell from the first one, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I have a lot of ground to make up, so tweet at me and, and tell me movies I should watch. Uh, I might try and do Slapshot if I can find it streaming somewhere uh, in the next week or so. Uh, also, Friday, we'll do Weird News. Uh, already have one thing down on the list. was thinking of keeping Bill Russell for there. But it's too fun, really. The Bill Russell thing is too fun to hold for four more days. So tweet at me with some more uh, funny, weird, odd, quirky news stories coming out of sports or otherwise that we can get to on Friday as well at Seth Goldberg 17. That does it for us today. We're back tomorrow with another episode of a show to be named later. 